My name is Cyph Morris, and this is This Week in Car Audio. Tune in, tune in, tune in, This Week in Car Audio. Tune in, tune in, What we talking about bass, talking about chips, talking about rings, you ain't got them, zip your lip. You got a problem you haven't found, check your grounds. The show about to start, start. Tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in. Welcome to This Week in Car Audio with your host, the judge, Doug Stockton, co-hosted by our buddy, Jeffrey Fernandez. What's up, Jeff? Hey, what's going on? What's going on? Nothing much. Just sharing. You have any shows this weekend? How did things go? Um, This past weekend? No. Uh, it's actually this coming up weekend going to yep. have an event. Uh, is that the one down in SoCal? Yes. San uh, Bernardino. Yeah, and Moses uh, helped sponsor the event. Yeah. Right. Uh, hold on a second. That's me. Uh, yeah. So uh, he was uh, gracious enough to uh, upgrade it. Um, he, <laughs> to go back in the story, he actually upgraded it to a double. And then we had, um, I don't know if you remember Team Subsonic Pressure, Roberto yep. Pedrosa from uh, Mexico. Uh, Mexico. Yep. Him along with Team 619, they upgraded the upgrade. So it's now a, a, a triple, triple point event. <laughs> Oh, okay. Very cool. That now yeah. uh, opportunity for a world record and whatnot, right? Yep. Yep. So we got. I think we're gonna see a couple. Oh, that'd be awesome. So we got Brandon <laughs> Finley, Mario Anthony, uh, Mario Anthony Perella, and a few other people. Moises uh, Alejandra, Lord of Bass Manny's son, watching. Um, Corey Ainsworth, Rosa Espinosa, three timer Yi. Oh. Just so you know, so uh, we do a little thing. Um, uh, let me introduce our guest, and then I'll go from there. Uh, our guest tonight is world champion button pusher, as it says, uh, <laughs> Mr. Alan Riley. How's it going, oh, Mr. Alan? It's going. <laughs> a lot of people uh, at the button push pushers a uh, a joke, a running joke. <laughs> all anyone ever saw me do back in the day, whenever we were competing, was push a button they didn't see me do anything I, they said i had people for that um that was not the case though I, there was a lot of a uh, lot of work a lot of hours put in but i uh steve benton actually gave me an award for the best button pusher uh one okay. point so, good times oh, nice good times um so I, i've been called a button pusher also so it's, yeah. it's not that bad <laughs> yeah, they don't they don't want they don't want to talk about the notebooks upon notebooks upon notebooks yeah, and numbers and all the stuff that none of the other guys wanted to do yeah <laughs> exactly exactly uh, i think that was though the button pusher was back when we just did a straight burp yeah. you know i think yeah. nowadays you got you got the rollers now and you know so i, I think we've kind of uh, evolved from the button pusher to the uh, the roller. So. <laughs> so, so did you ever test uh, rolling into it, Alan? Did yeah, that? yeah, we did. Uh, we still use the button, but and we just use the volume knob. We didn't actually have a uh, any type of external attenuator. We just we would just hit the button at like let's say we had volume twenty five. We'd hit it and roll it to twenty eight or whatever, you know. And we didn't ever see a difference. And I had I had so many notes on all that stuff that man, it's. <laughs> So I mean, it's, it's, I can't even imagine what it'd be going through like that again right now. It's, <laughs> so, uh, oh, yeah. are those Nate notes for sale up on eBay or something? Uh, I'm not sure. I'd have to ask Bobby. I think he's got them stored someplace. So I, I tried to get Bobby to get on with us today, but he actually is at the Motley Crue concert in, and Skid Row and Def Leppard what? And oh. he's at, in, in St. Louis. And it's only like 182 degrees there right now. So, well, California nice. cooled off to 80 this week. So we're like, it's been 110, 104 for like three weeks. And this, yeah, uh, it's pretty rough right now in Texas where I live now. It's, uh, yep. this next week's going to be like 
Oh yeah. Over 105. So, well, you oh, know, yeah. Jeffrey, you're down there now. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've seen the, uh, you know, the news reports and stuff like that. Wow. Every day I get the alerts. Every day I get the alert. Hey, uh, you know, air, air quality, air quality. <laughs> alert. Air quality. Yeah, so Shaker says uh, you were the button pusher and Bobby was the trailer loader. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was more. I don't know. Am I allowed to cuss on this? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it was, it was more. It was more trailer bitch than than trailer. Oh. Loader. <laughs> uh, no, he, Bobby. Bobby was the guy who put everything together. He was the. He's the guy that's all about the trip. The, the act of going someplace and then when he gets there it's like okay i'm ready to go to the next place you know what i mean like hmm. it's not it's not like me i got there and it's like oh hey there's beer oh, <laughs> hey there's more beer. <laughs> hey here are my buddies i'm gonna go hang out with him and guess what have a beer so it was uh yeah no that's... I, I truly knew all that oh he said he says okay bob may have been a woofer changer he was he, he we all we all had our parts. We all had. Yeah, we had. I, I was always the guy that tested the woofers, checked them, made sure that they were good for with uh, with continuity. Uh, impedance was right, you know, in between runs, just make sure there was nothing that would electronically fail on the subs. Um, and then Bobby would go through, look at all the amps. I remember seeing him in the back every time we'd have, you know, I don't know how many, how many people know our history, but. So we had the the black we called the flamer van just because it had the the ghost yep. flames on the <laughs> Yeah. And it was uh you know, it was an old Ford Econoline van. Um well I I, I don't know. I mean, you want me to just kind of start like Go like, ahead. So we yeah. uh my first contest was in ninety six and and a lot of people don't know that. But uh, a lot of my first contest was actually USAC finals, uh when D, when Wayne had D B drag racing there. Uh-huh. That may have been the first DB drag racing event. It was. And uh, and I had a Ford. I had a Ford Taurus, a maroon Ford Taurus with nine Rockford. I want to say they were XLC 10s in the trunk and a sealed box wow. in the trunk. And I had six power 50Ms running them. And uh, and I, I remember, I, I think I got third. Hell, I don't know what place I got. You <laughs> isobaric loaded them? No, no. They're oh. all – it was – there, it was three two three two cubic foot boxes, all in one box. But he, but so we had two two subs and sorry we had three subs in a two cubic foot box and and so on all all one box but two cubes sealed, so two cubes sealed. for every three, and oh yeah sealed and uh, firing directly up, so it, the box had a slight angle to it so we could actually get it into the trunk and then. Uh, <laughs> We had the power fifties on top. I made a board to go on top that would that we could take off. And anyways, long story short, I went there. I don't even know. It would, did like one forty something. I have no idea. Um, it's probably on the stats actually on the pages. But yeah, we we did that. I remember. Uh, I think it was Chris Thompson uh, won that class. Uh, right here, uh, Shaker says you got second to H O problems. Ho problems. Ho problems. Oh, was that not, Tommy? Not, not now. Not ninety six. No, no, but... no, no. Because yeah, ho problems. That's Tommy McKinney. Yeah, that's Tommy. Yeah, that's that's, yeah. that's, that's KOB there. That's the king of bass. That's right. <laughs> we'll get him yeah, on like... here shortly. Yeah, you need to get him on here. I, I love Tommy. I love yeah. love Shaker. All the guys. There's not very many people I didn't like in what we did, and I felt like whenever we did all that, whenever we were hanging out, that you know we all competed. But there was like there was one time that I want to say. We beat we beat Tommy because we happened to be in the same class, uh-huh. and and we blew some amplifiers up, and he literally went and took amps out of his van to bring to us to put into our truck or into into our van, mm-hmm. and you know, and so that's 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 what I enjoyed the most about it. It was more the, I mean, winning was fine and all, but it was more the trying to make it as loud as you possibly could. You know, I wanted to see the number, like I I just soon see the damn number at at the store when at the shop when we we're building it, versus on you know it shows. Right. Now that being said, there was always there was always a bunch of uh, of uh, mental games that we always like to play, and no. a lot of people don't know. I don't know if Bobby, Bobby <laughs> talked about it, but uh, whenever he was on, but we you know we had gray tweed, and I think he brought <laughs> that up. We had gray tweed and everything. Well, he uh, whenever we were doing that, the gray tweed thing, everybody asked, well, why did you do that? And we're like, well, would would we put it in there if it didn't make it louder? So then we started seeing gray tweed pop up in cars and stuff like that. And 
there was one thing and, and bobby actually did talk about this it was about the ports right so we had the, we had the big port it was like a i don't know trapezoid shape or whatever mm-hmm. and uh and doug iski actually actually is the one who came up with this one uh i don't know if y'all remember doug but doug doug helped us on the van a lot too a lot a lot of guys helped and uh he, he came down from omaha with it god it had to have been a hundred pieces of three inch PVC pipe that were eight inches deep, which was the depth of our baffle where the woofers mounted. Mm-hmm. And all we did was we wanted to jam them in the port. So you just see this big honeycomb looking thing of, of PVC in there, just a ra- bunch of round little ports. And then even if it didn't lose a 10th or even if it did lose a 10th or, or, or whatever, we wanted to leave them in there and just see how many people did it, you know, and it, it I enjoyed that part, you yeah. know, at, not showing what we had till the end that was always fun too especially whenever we got the meters from wayne you know wayne sent us the the first term lab with the sensors and he said here your guys vehicle is probably the most violent one out there so at the time right mm-hmm. and he's like i just want you guys to beat the hell out of this i want you to break this and tell me how and and, and tell me how you broke it and that way i can make it better you know just typical typical r d guy right i mean wayne's yeah. a, wayne's a geek whenever it comes to that stuff well he's a geek all the time (laughs) we all know him right so so he's he whenever he was uh sending that i mean we were we were taking i think bobby put it in the dryer um we we were we had it on the the dryer the sensors on the end and we were swinging them around like this and beating them against the walls and i mean just seeing and then putting them in and seeing if it did the same score again and but but the beauty of having that it actually it actually lent it it lent itself to us to be able to make uh do some some mental things people were like well how different is it well here's our numbers we did 165.7 where we were doing 173 whatever 173.8 on the mics mm-hmm. now we didn't tell them we didn't turn all the way up so, <laughs> so it's just so, a different number obviously it's just a different number yeah they it's asked us what it did and, and it, technically it did do that number so we did not lie but um anyway so it, it, that was kind of fun i'm but the the competitors are the biggest the biggest thing that I missed about the whole thing you know I wish wish we were still in it wish we were still doing it but you know just life happens right yep yeah. a- any chance you guys are uh, both of you or one of you guys are coming to the world finals this year uh, both of us are and I'm gonna be calling around oh. to all of the all of the old school guys yeah. that I know, and I'm gonna tell them they need to get their <laughs> ass out there we've already got our hotel booked I don't have my flights booked Airbnb, but I will have my baby. flights booked. Hell, I may even reach out. To, I may re- reach out to Fakuda and say, "Hey, I'll stop by because I live in Dallas, right? I'm gonna uh-huh. stop by Houston, pick up the blaster van, and just bring it on up there, you know, and and, yeah. and see about that." But now, and so yeah, I'm gonna be reaching out. I'm gonna expect a lot of our guys to go. Uh, high level Chili from Pure Sound, mm-hmm. he's planning on going. Um, obviously, my brother and I. I think Shaker said something about going. I'm not sure. He did. He's in the chat, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I just honestly, we I want to see everybody get together. Wayne's got a hospitality room rented, and and or there's something like that. And I would just like to get there and shoot the shit with everybody again. You know, I mean that that was my favorite part. My favorite part was competing on Saturday, hopefully qualifying for Sunday, hopefully. and then that <laughs> night going out drinking beers. Saturday night, shoot, shooting the shit with everybody. Saturday night was the best of those, and that was the. Mm-hmm. And, and then Sunday mornings were rough. <laughs> they were really, really rough. There was many times where it was like, you could catch me sleeping <laughs> in the van. So, yep. yep. There's pictures. Hey, anybody... There's pic- there's pictures of me pass out in the van. So I'm just. <laughs> yes, there's. Well, been... You can't get lost if you get you know if you That's fall right. asleep in the van. <laughs> you know, and, and you guys know just how loud in those in those arenas, mm-hmm. how loud they are in oh, general. Yeah. But if you get inside your enclosure, whoo, it ain't it's a little loud. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they, uh, you know, there's uh, been many, many a world finals where um, we're in the lane going, uh, Team Riley, where the hell are you? You got five <laughs> minutes. Anybody not been to their hotel room yet? <laughs> yep, yep. Oh, I saw uh, him in the elevator. He's coming right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we, so. uh, I, that was my favorite part of the, of competing. I mean, completely. Yep. It was, it was one of those things where, where, I enjoyed, I enjoyed like, like Shaka, mm. Shaka, like talking Shaka. with him, that guy, yeah. that guy was the most animated and excitable guy that I think I've ever met. Like he was, he had energy. He was always, he probably doesn't now cause he's old as shit, but <laughs> you know, anyways, <laughs> but we all are right. So, but yeah, like, yeah. like hanging out with him, hanging out with the 420 boys, hanging out with the Alfaro yeah. brothers always brought lots of drama. Yep. Yep. A lot yeah, of well, drama following so, them, right? So, 
Yeah, exactly right. And so, you know, mad respect for them and, you know, and, and, but, but Eddie is probably the reason that, that we, that we got in as far as we did, because whenever we started, Tim Zelade, and you can just go look up his stats. So Tim Zelade, he had a tracker that we built that he just became into some money and he's like, Hey, I want to put a system in there. He's like, I'm thinking three twelves, a couple amps. Okay. No problem. 16 tens and 16 amplifiers later. He has, he has a tracker with, with, you know, the most audio gear I've ever seen in it. Wow. And uh, it was still wow. a soft top and everything. Um, and, and so, you know, he, he competed and then I'm like, you know what? I want to, uh, I want to, I want to do something with the van. So we did something with this van, took it up to Illinois, Love Park. Uh, there's a three, a triple pointer up there. And we went up there and I don't remember what happened. It was, it, it may have been shit talking, you know, and there's always stuff like that. Right. Right. Oh, so, yeah. Hey, what was his name again, real quick? Uh, hey, what was his name again, real quick? Eddie Alfaro. Oh, uh, but what did they consider? That's David's, David's older brother. David's older brother. Yeah, so I'm just going to go Alfaro. I think he yeah. had like a Ford. Didn't they have a Ford uh, EXP? It was EXP or No, something? no, no. That was that was David, I think. No. Uh, oh, oh. Uh, he ended up with the CRX, but no, the uh, right. uh, Eddie right. had a, a caravan. He had he had a, mm. a shocker setup. He had the, the individual 15s with the slot ports like like eight different boxes or nine or whatever it was. <laughs> uh, and like I said, there may have been some shit talking or something because, you know, we showed up at the van and it was all Rockford. And honestly, Rockford subs at that time were pretty crappy. And uh, that was before Tim Rockford. were pretty solid. Like you couldn't, you, you almost couldn't beat their amps at the time. But uh, but the, the subs, they weren't great. Right. And uh, right. anyways, long story short, you know, whenever I got back after that, my fire was lit and I talked to Bobby and we're like, let's do it. So just like everything we do you know it's like if one screw works and if two is better then obviously 12 is going to work really good so that's kind of <laughs> what we so i see an alberto alfaro uh albert alfaro alex brian um michael alex nyer octavio ruben and then david ruben and then david but only yeah, David, I don't, was I don't the know. Only, David was the only uh, deathmatch. Uh, death yeah, this and this at the end of this one, I think that's where it started. So this was the first Super Street deathmatch that they did, and we we you know we were one of the loudest there, so we we entered it. And of course, again, we had the Rockford subs at that time, not the not the uh, there were the Power HX2s, not the actual TMRS because they weren't made 19s, yet. Yeah. And they so whenever we did that, um, hang on a sec here. Can you get? Am, am I cutting out, guys? Uh, you're a little choppy. Uh, you're a little choppy. And then I hear a delay. Yeah. So. All right, give me just a sec here. Okay. So, I think it's because I'm outside. So, okay. And I think the heat's getting to this. So. Okay. Hey, put put me on. I'm gonna I'm gonna go on mute, guys, and I'm gonna, you all talk for a second. I'm gonna go back inside, okay. and that way you don't have to watch me walk. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Oh no! All right, so Jeffrey, um, I'll tell you about my uh, this weekend's event. Um, Friday night we did our show again at Jay's Alarms. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, yep, during that event, um, uh, Moses decided to upgrade the final event at Jay's Alarms to a three X oh, event. That's so cool. we're gonna do the death match, five dollars a DB. Mm-hmm. Um, and it'll be a three X event, you know, for points for people and whatnot, uh, on top of that. So we did, um, you know, I was going to tell Alan about our, uh, our beat the boss. So oh, okay. I went, uh, two and O on the beat the boss. So, Oh, I saw that. I, I thought I saw you didn't win though. Nope. Was... I was two and O. Oh, okay. I, I could have swore you were giving uh, some money to a guy because he ended up winning. Maybe it was oh, top dollars. Oh, it was his change. Yeah. Oh, oh, it was change. change. Oh, okay. Yeah. He gave me a twenty, <laughs> so I gave him back ten. I was like, Doug, not win or? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I will tell you, uh, Rosita. Her, she's yeah. in. She was in here. Oh yeah, there she goes. She just posted. Oh, there she is. Um. Yeah. Uh. Oh yeah, and she. Uh. Rosita. Rosa says. Uh. The last show is going to be a big show. Customer service appreciation event. Oh, He's buying cool. tacos for everybody. They're going to have an after party. 
So, um, so if you're in the Central California area on September, whatever the first Friday is, first or second or whatever that is, uh, run by Jay's Alarms. Uh, have your chance of winning, you know, seven eight hundred dollars in the death match. Um, opportunity to try and beat the boss if you uh, compete in the base race. Um, Alan, did did you happen to hear what we were talking about while you were moving? I think he's still on mute. Oh, he is muted. I see him muted. Um, uh, September 2nd, Rosa says. Oh, there says, you go. Come one, come all. Um, like I said, Moses is really trying to promote the uh, industry of car audio competition. Yeah, you know, yeah, he is. Yeah. He's pushing your stuff. Uh, he yeah. actually mm -hmm. helped uh, upgrade. He upgraded the uh, Reno event to a 2X, and then the Reno guys upgraded it to a 3X. Yeah. So um, same thing that you have going on down there in Southern California. We moved our events mm -hmm. from uh, having it. What day is it? It was um, the ninth. So I had an event in Sacramento on the ninth. We moved ours to the 16th. Now we're not conflicting with you guys at all. Uh, Mel says uh, July 9th is going down in Texas. I'm excited. Mm, 16th. Yeah. 16th. There you go, Mel. I think Mel. <laughs> you can you can come on the ninth, but uh, it's gonna be not gonna be a lot of people there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's gonna be on the sixteenth, and uh, that kind of the same thing happened. So it was a it was a, a single point event, mm -hmm. and we had um, uh, we got it upgraded uh, thanks to uh, BroBox, who's who uh, upgraded the event to three uh, X. So oh. yeah. Oh, oh did we like lose we Alan? lost Alan. I'll. Hold on, I'm going to switch over to our two-person until Alan comes back on. And then when he comes back in, I'm sure he's reconnecting or his, <laughs> his computer may have overheated. Uh-oh. Um, yeah, it's hot in Texas right now. It's going to get even hotter this next week. Oh, is up. it? California is yes. cooling off. So when you come here this weekend, it's <laughs> yes, supposed to be 80 so, degrees. Exactly. So luckily, it's heating up while I'm heading back <laughs> west. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> another thing we're, we, uh, are working towards also is we're going to get, um, Stefan on, uh, he has his, a shop down in, or up in, uh, Sacramento area. He just opened the brand new shop. He's been a competitor. He used to be, uh, the vice president or the, uh, what's it called? The treasurer for team send it. And oh, okay. so he left team send it and he actually started his own stereo shop. Um, oh, didn't, nice. didn't okay. leave on bad terms or anything like that. Yeah. Um, what was he, the name of uh, his, his stereo shop? Um, let me pull that up for you real quick. It was on Facebook. He just announced it. Um, but I'm horrible about remembering. <laughs> what? Okay. So you said it was Stefan. Yeah. What do you, uh, what his last name is? Uh, let me pull it up here. Stefan. Uh, Talbot, T-A-L-B-O-T. Oh, okay. Nice. Um, oh, man, I got all kinds of text coming in. Uh, we'll be back in just a second. <laughs> Let's see, what did it say? We'll be back second. It overheated from 100-degree weather. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, let's see here. Incoming loud pack. Uh, where is his new? Uh, but, yeah, he started an amp line, I believe, and uh, started wow. a new shop. So cool. yeah, so that's pretty cool. And he he wants to kick off the shop. Uh, he made a post, and there's Alan back. Let's see if we get him back here. Anyway, he, so he started his um his shop, and uh he's gonna do a DB drag show. So that's all Ooh. cool. Yeah. All right, Alan. We se seem to have you back. How's that? All right, yeah, I was. I, I had the oh. bright idea to go outside. Dude, that is so much better on your audio. <laughs> oh, good, good. Sorry about that. I was outside because my family was inside, and I was like, I don't want to bug them. They don't want to hear about. Now kick them out. They don't want to hear about. <laughs> it. So I just kicked them out. And then, you know, I got my my eighty or yeah. seventy dad out in the hundred degree heat out there. Now, see, that's how good of a song. <laughs> <No. laughs> um, so anyway, sorry about that, guys. No, 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 no problem. Uh. Uh, we were talking about, did you happen to hear us talking about Beat the Boss? I uh, did not. Oh, okay. So so at my events, I do a thing called Beat the Boss. Uh, you're familiar with the base race, right? Yep. 
Okay, so in base race, um, the winner of it has an opportunity to try and beat me in base race, and I borrow the um, the loser's car. And so then we go head to head for a single base race. Winner gets ten bucks. Loser pays the winner ten bucks. And uh, I like it. I went two for zero. Oh. Uh, not bad considering I don't practice base race. I I'm just telling you, anybody can. If I can base race and win. Anybody can do it. Yep, it levels the playing field for sure. It does. Um, that that's one of the great things about the. It base brings race. it brings more. I don't want to say talent, not necessarily talent, just strategy. Yep, strategy. Uh, you know, it's more of a and knowing your vehicle. Now, granted, we. I mean, oh yeah, Jeffrey. I know. I know you back in the day, and I know I, I, I'm not familiar with Doug or what he competed with, but. I mean, we, I knew our van inside and out. Like, I knew right. what it was going to do. You know, if, right. if everything held together and the windshield didn't go, I knew I knew what we were going to do or, or cl within a few tenths, right? Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So, uh, nowadays, I kind of watch, you know, I still watch the forums. I still watch the guys, you know, occasionally. You know, I like seeing all the all the, all the the smack talk. You know, it's kind of <laughs> funny because I'm like, eh, we kind of did that too. But, you know, it's one of those things where whenever I see that and then and then – I start looking at things and they're doing some, some pretty cool stuff now that, that we didn't, you know, I mean, we've kind of played with humidity and played with the, the inside of the vehicle. You know, there were some guys at the yeah. yeah, temperatures, specifically humidity though. And I think humidity is more mm. so than temperature even, but mm. like, like getting it to a certain, a certain, almost like a humidor, it's gotta be 72, you know, 72% right. or whatever. I don't know what the numbers yes. are. But <laughs> no, I right. just, it, it, yeah. it makes it more even more of a sign like people thought it was like oh you just threw a bunch of crap together and and it got loud well no that wasn't no. Great at all so, so i've been judging since 2001 uh the last time i competed i think was 2002 or 2003 um and uh anyway when i when i went down and did scott uh scott owens vehicle um he showed me he actually had a humidifier he had um he had uh a, a gauge that measured humidity in front of the woofers and back of the woofers uh you know so he knew everything and the first one i really really saw um do it was Hal with the volvo yeah uh, i mean he literally brought in an ac machine to add humidity to his car at world finals yep and he told me it was i mean it was it was a multiple db difference for him when he did um let's see uh, and what that is is it's just it's controlling the controlling the environment right yes yeah you can't you can't control the environment outside the vehicle i mean you can try to but you can't <laughs> right so like inside <laughs> the vehicle if you can make it the same every time that makes it even more consistent uh luke valenzuela says he gained 0.4 dv by damn near freezing out the inside of my ride so yeah and and in db drag that's uh those are little tricks i mean We've mentioned yeah. on here many, many, many times that um, stupid stuff might gain you. Opening your glove box. Yep. Oh, uh, you know, putting your headrest all the way up instead of all the way down. Um, yeah. Just folding uh, your visor. Yeah, folding your visor. Dude, the <laughs> folding the visor is the coolest one ever because, um, you know, it, it, it could actually make a significant difference. So what yeah. we did is kind of a funny thing. I don't, I, again, I don't know yep. what Bobby had talked about before. I mean, I, I watched it, but we, I don't know. I exactly can't remember. I'm old. So, so well, he, <laughs> let's, he, let's uh, refresh everyone's memory. <laughs> right. We were, well, so, so, you know, we had several vehicles that competed and did well. Um, you know, we, uh, you remember Steve Cook's van, the, the, the yep. purple van. Which so that was Okay. Right. That was, that was ours before him. Right. We right. sold it to him or well, yeah. Josh Millen and Matt Cole, actually, but it was, it was, so the cut hour, floor, it was, right? it was art sound chamber. I think it was three or 13. Yeah. I don't know. Something. <laughs> and, um, anyways, but we all, we all built it. You know, I, I work, I remember I have videos of us sitting out in, in our, in our boat shop where we, where we repair boats and where all the welding equipment was. And literally the bottom of this thing is gone. The only thing we have is a, is a two before square tubing frame that's sitting yeah. on the axle that was underneath it. And it's all open. Like we literally Fred Flintstoned it around the shop, around around to the shop. We we basically were. You <laughs> Sound there, familiar, you'd see, Jeffrey? You see that? You see the backside of the of the transmit or the uh, the yoke yep. sitting here doing this? No drive shaft hooked to it though. So yeah. But you know, whenever we did that, we we built down eighteen or fifteen inches. 
So we built the floor down 15 inches because we wanted to do no wall. And at the yeah. time, the rule was you couldn't go above the window line. <laughs> Not a thing said you couldn't go below the floor. So we went down and we put we stacked two 18s on top of each other. Yeah, in, you're in the first ones. Yeah, are are you the reason we have the I remember. cut floors for no water? <laughs> there's there's several. I think rules. So. I'm pretty sure that we there's several rules that we had a part of. Uh, that was our goal was to find find something that we could uh, we could go and and gain an advantage on. You know, I mean, everybody goes. It's just like NASCAR. Yep. Everybody oh, yeah. NASCAR is doing whatever they can do to win, and we did that too. You know, I mean, I I wouldn't call it cheating, but I'd call it definitely going out and trying to be as resourceful as we could be. I think, I mean, you know, in order to be really uh, competitive, you kind of have to push those limits. And, Absolutely. you know, we actually, uh, I'm sure you've seen in some of the forums and stuff like that, we, we actually have that uh, going on right now. So, I mean, it, it, it's weird how we can just go back and be like, dude, that's, that's already been done before, <laughs> you know, that, that type of mentality. So it's, it's not like, hey, we're picking on you guys. It's, you know, this evolution. That's, we've already seen something like this before. Yeah, it's you know, like the conversation like I have with my kids. Look, there's nothing you can do that I haven't done twice. And <laughs> exactly. So I one time. So. That's right. Exactly. Or at least gotten some severe trouble. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, that, I mean, um, people don't quite understand. So, you know, for me, I started in 2000, 2000 competing, and literally the rule book was five or six pages long. That was it. Right. Um, and now I believe we're 26 pages in our rule book. Wow. So um, that is a huge difference in rules, right? And well, I, I and and I and I I'm actually glad for things like that happening where people like there's several rules out there. You know, you had the the no baffle loading walls or whatever they were. You right. I mean like like and what that to me it was always flattering because it was like, hey, we we thought of something and did something that worked. And it obviously worked good enough that someone noticed and someone had to do something about it. And, uh, you know, or, or it became a rule or whatever, which, and by the way, every time that happened, you know what we did? Okay, we'll do it a different way then. Yeah, and, right. you know, that's what we did. And so that's, that's the attitude to have about that. So. Yeah. I mean, everybody, you know, people get pissed and stuff and right. then like, Oh, they're targeting me out. Well, they should be flattered that they're targeting them yeah, because yeah. that's exactly. And that's, that's what I enjoyed the most yep. was like, all right, now it gives me a reason to rebuild. We, and, we don't uh, we don't target the guy in the middle of the pack. Nope. Right. Nope. The guy at the top, the gal at the top, they have the target on them all the time. Yep. And we had a target on us for well, we had the loudest street legal vehicle for from two thousand. I'd have to look. I think it's two thousand one to two thousand four. Mm -hmm. I think that's what it was. Or somewhere around in there, maybe two thousand two to two thousand four. It was something around in there like that. Um, and. Who did we just have on two weeks ago? Uh, Gorman Cassidy. Gorman with the loudest ever super street vehicle. Yeah. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah, that was pretty Evolution. awesome. <laughs> and what, what's crazy is, is, is after, after we stopped competing, we being my brother and I, after we stopped competing, you know, we went to a few finals after that just to hang out with everyone. You probably saw me on a scooter, you know, riding around <laughs> or on a, you know, we tried to take Muhammad Ali out in uh, Louisville one time with so, hold on hold real quick, <laughs> real quick. okay hold on don't this get is my, started dude this is my most favorite story ever about a DB drag finals <laughs> so were you there who, who was the one that was taking picture with Muhammad Ali like faking like he was punching him do you remember who that was I don't because I might have had a few beers in me because it was late. It was super late. It was like late. 2 in the morning when he pulled Yeah, it was in. like yeah. 2 or 3 in the morning. Yeah, it was ridiculously but, late. Dude, that's my favorite story of all time. Dude, I, I don't get uh, – And, and the, the whole the whole place, everybody yeah. that was there in that big that big dome or whatever it was in that yeah, hotel. just the little lobby started, there. They started, they started cheering, you know, champ or something like that oh, or wow. he's a champ. Or it, was, it, yep. was, it was badass. It was cool. No, it was hella cool. And he took his time going through it, and then his wife eventually just said, hey – you know, he's actually got to go to bed. Let's we got to yeah. take him to bed. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I that's like when I said, that's my one of my greatest memories from a world finals. Um, I don't get, um, you know, like uh, fangirl. Yeah, I don't go. I don't go fangirl <laughs> very often, like on uh, celebrities or any of that. You know, I met Willie Mays in person. Um, you know, I met I met some high end Earl Campbell was one of my favorite football players of all time. Met him in person. I met a lot of people, Joe Montana, uh, Jerry Rice. I, I met all these people. And don't get fangirl, but, dude, when Muhammad Ali was there, <laughs> dude, I was like, dude, it's him. 
It's him. Yeah. Who, like who? No, no, it's him. It's him, the great one. And they're like, who? What are you talking about? And I couldn't even get it out who he was. I it was, was like, awesome, dude. Yeah, yeah, that was a great. That time. was yeah. Well, like I say, we go to we went to a couple finals afterwards, and and to be honest, I was kind of disappointed because it seemed like after seemed like a lot of us got out about the same time, mm-hmm. but the scores really didn't rise that much right after that. Nope. Like I, I fully expected people to eclipse our numbers like in the next year. And it was like several years before that happened, you know, and I'm sitting there, I'm like, so I don't know if it was just a different mindset or if it was a different work ethic. I have no idea, but I totally expected us to be, you know, down the pipe after that. And, and so that's very similar. Uh, Jeffrey set his record uh, 64-8. Jeffrey, is that what it was? Um, I think it was 64 and some change, yeah. Yeah, it was like 64-8. And he but yeah, it took no them more. years for them to Yeah, it took to them like five, record. six years to finally beat that or eight years or something. I mean, it was a, you know, a long time. And, right. And, and they and weren't so even that, up that where was he kinda, was. That was kind of shocking to me because we all know that the gear gets better. Oh, yeah. And yeah. the quality gets better. I mean, just – it bigger louder better and and I, I was just astonished that it took so long you know and but then when it happened it's like oh hey everybody and it's like i saw Dor- gorman score just because i i i frequent all of the uh all the forums <laughs> just because i want to see how how uh how good people are doing and mostly you see who's talking crap on who because i think that's funny that's right and uh and anyway so i uh i saw that i was like holy crap i mean that's that's crazy oh yeah no that, i mean i'm sure he's cheating uh, obviously. <laughs> oh, I mean, look, gosh. I just, that's me stirring the pot. <laughs> stirring the pot. Um, stirring the pot. You know, and you got Dan in No Walls doing 73. Ooh, that's nuts. That's nuts. That's, that's Dan Horner, right? Yeah. Yeah. 73-1. Is that what he ended up yeah, doing? Yeah, we used to, we used to give Dan a lot of shit back in the day. He, he was down in uh, Spring Break National, or Spring Break Jam in, uh, in 2001, I think it was, or right. 2000. Uh, down in, that's and, the one in and, Texas, right? Yeah, the one out at, okay. at uh, South Padre. South Padre. Oh, that's and not we were... the Texas Heat Wave one. No, no, no. This was no. the one they did in like early March, like right before Daytona, or okay. I think it was right before then. And uh, and Dan was down there one. Th- he, I like Dan a lot, and we but we gave him a shit. He him and those boys from up in Minnesota. You know, they we we all hung <laughs> out up at uh, that Love Park show. I think it was. But anyways, it's again camaraderie. You know, the camaraderie yeah. thing was, was is really big and. Met a lot of cool people, a lot of, lot of, a lot of people that have, have also influenced me outside of that, you know, like, like that's helped out. Like Doug Giske is one of them, you know, he owns jerky.com now, you know, I'd have never thought that he'd be in that position. Right. And, and making, making jerky for a living. <laughs> and, you know, he's one of the smartest guys that I've ever met, like just in general. And, and he makes and, beef jerky. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and he's perfectly fine doing it. And he's, you know, I'm a, like I said, I'm gonna talk him into going to nationals. But yeah, that's um. So Jeffrey, yeah. Jeffrey and I were talking last week about um the Oklahoma showdown. Yeah, I mean that was, that was a good time too. Yeah. I mean because that's the uh, show that uh, Benton threw, and it was like Monday through Friday, right, or something like that. Yeah, the last week of finals, and then culminated yeah. in a three X. And yeah. the thing was, is all the same group of guys would get hotels and they traveled across mm-hmm. Oklahoma together. Yep. And, and go to shows every single day together and party together every for a whole week. Yep. Compete uh, were you, together were, and then party yeah. together. Yep. Were you one of those those guys, Alan? No, no. We, I, no? Oh, okay. I, we may have – I think that was actually after us. I think it was mm. – I think that was may have been like mid-2000s. Okay. I wanted to ask about the uh, blue popcorn they, they would always talk about. I don't know if you heard, but mm. there was this like inside joke about blue popcorn – I don't. Never mind. No, <laughs> I'm sure somebody. Else, somebody. Somebody's watching. will probably mention it. <laughs> yeah. No, I got. I've got no idea on that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. We, so, what was your? Do you have a memory that sticks out greater than any others for World Finals or? Yes. Yeah. So, what would that be? So, my brother and I, we didn't get along very well. I mean, I know, you know he's seven <laughs> years older than me. And and I felt that the uh, the vehicle working on the vehicle was equally as hard. And I, I so I work for Citibank. It's my primary job now, and it has been for 25 years now or 24. So I, we have a family store, right? And that's where we got into car audio, arts, appliance, and furniture. And uh, and my brother was real big into car audio. He was more on the sound quality side. 
I didn't give a crap about how it sounded as far as, I mean, I, I wanted to sound good, but I, it wasn't like I was the guy going, Hey, that symbol should sound like it's over here somewhere. Cause I didn't give a crap. I wanted yeah. bass because as bad as it sounds at that age, being a teenager, you have a car, you have a loud stereo, you can go out and get the girls. That was all. I mean, I, yeah. as, as crass that as that is, that's all, was, that's all it was about at that time. Right. And, uh, I mean, that's how I got my wife. So <laughs> anyway, hey, so, right. so, um, and she's still there. So anyways, it's one of those things where, you know, my brother and I, we didn't, we didn't really get along good. Like there was points whenever we were building the van where I literally would, would, if I suggested we try something, it would be an immediate no. And so, so (laughs) me being me, I always find ways to get stuff done that I need that I want to get done. So I call up Doug Iskey again, like, Hey Doug, can you tell Bobby that you think we should try this? Because I know if I bring it up, he's going to say no. <laughs> and, and, and that's how I got stuff done. Like I said, I, I didn't care if it was for me or not. I just wanted to try because, you know, if it was something big, right? If it was something big that was going to cost some money and we had to kind of invest in it, you know. Um, but my favorite memory was I asked a finals of 2000. I think it, was, it was the first show that we brought the van, van out after we rebuilt it. So we rebuilt the van or the, to where to where it was where it had the 36 BD 1500s, 915s. They were they were they were the Team RF 15s for the first time, and we came out. And we did like a 173 or something like that, and and like literally. And you can ask Shaker if he's still in the chat. He can tell you because he came up to me right after we hit it, and and he he said, "Oh my God, the effing ground shook." And he, just like that, you know how he, you know oh, how excited yeah. the secret. Like he was like, oh, I, like, I can't believe it. And uh, and right after that, Bobby came around because I was at the podium, and, he, and we both just big old hug. I mean, big old hug. And uh, that brought tears to my eyes because we weren't though. We we never did that, right? So wow. So that so it was it was that was you know a lot of people think it was it was this a, a very close second was when we tied Scotty Johnson because in my mind and not because it's not because it's me. And my brother but that's that's the best run that was in db drag like ever that was you had the two loudest loudest street level or street uh, super street cars tie in the finals for the for the w and then five minutes to go fix everything and mm-hmm. run again and and I, I remember it vividly because bobby was going over to check to see if he could help scotty out like we were like we we knew our equipment was good like we we didn't blow anything because we tested it right after we ran we tied it like 17 or 167.4 or whatever it was and we knew ours was good because we checked everything real quick did our normal checks everybody had their job we looked it was all good so then we tried to go over and help scotty and him he had a whole crew helping but i remember tor Tor, Tor, and you can actually see it. You can actually see it. Man, DQ. Tor, no, no, yeah. Tor actually is pushing my brother. Says, "Get back over in the lane. You all got to run again." You know, because we were running up on the five minutes. And 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 so anyway, that was that was awesome. And Scotty Johnson, I love competing against him. He was fun. He, you know, oh yeah. And he was he was never pissed. You know, he didn't ever have an attitude. And uh, and that's anyways. that, That was that's a close second. But the first the 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 biggest thing was that you know. And I think that kind of formed the relationship where we, where we got along better and me not working with him day in, day out helped a ton. So everybody works in family business knows exactly what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. No, that, that's awesome. I mean, that, that's, um, some of the stories we like to talk, like I said, this, I'd like to tell people this shows more than just about the car audio. It's the stuff that happens around the car audio. This is a community and, um, you know, I mean, obviously you're you're talking about with your family, your actual family, yeah. but you yeah. end up growing friends that are family like friends. And you I mean, you have these memories that are cherished and, you know, you, you create memories that you'll never forget. And moments that moments that yeah. just they're going to be there forever. And, and that's why I encourage like our guys on the West Coast, you know, we're only having a single world finals, obviously, as you know, this year. And I keep trying to hey, guys, to these guys, you get the money up. and go. I know gas sucks and I know all that, but I mean, in my mind, and I know it had to happen, but in my mind, the splitting of the world finals up sucked. It was it, from, from, a, from a competition perspective and mm-hmm. getting every, it was almost like you take CES, like consumer electronics show out in Vegas 
and and be like, you know what, we're gonna have it in eight different places. Well, it just it, it's a place mm-hmm. to gather, a place to meet up. It's exactly why I'm going this year with my brother mm-hmm. uh, out to out to see everyone. It's the 25th anniversary. I'm like, you know, I was part of that. You know, so yeah. I want to be involved with it again. So we're gonna go out there. We're gonna hang out. Um, I don't drink beer anymore, so I won't be able to have beers with you guys. But I may have a, may have a cocktail or two. But I ain't gonna, you know. <laughs> But the, seriously, it's just to go and BS and, and have a, and, and have a good time with everyone, you know, and, mm-hmm. and see the cars. That's fine. I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. it's, it's I'll look at them and, and be like, wow, I wish I'd have thought of that, you know. But yeah, at mm-hmm. the end of the day, I want to go and see everyone. I want to go talk to everyone. And I want everyone to hopefully see that Bobby and I are going and Chili's going or whoever else is going. Mm-hmm. And then they make their decision and go, you know what? I'm going to go. If we can get if we can get 40 50 guys out there gals out there that that used to compete that'd be awesome yes it would um yeah the i i can't explain to people the difference in having one location versus multiple i mean i can explain it but it, it until you're actually there you won't understand it uh and, and as i've mentioned on this show my intention is fully is to make a suggestion to wayne that we have a total of a three-year cycle where we're every third year we go to a single location two years satellite because i think that offers the best of both worlds uh, for people that can't really make that huge sacrifice and losing a week worth of work because anybody from the east coast that say we have it in vegas right so anybody that has to drive to vegas they're going to lose if they're coming from florida they just lost a week's pay Yep. So that doesn't, that's, you know, that's, yeah, and I get it. And that's real world too. I mean, there's no money in this, right? I mean, there, this isn't a, it's not a thing where you're going to make money at it at all. Correct. I mean, unless you evolve into a career in it, but I mean, like, which so many people have, right? I mean, you got Scotty Johnson, Scotty Owens, um, you know, the, um, Nick with Incriminator, all that stuff. You know, these guys at DC, you know, Rusty, we had Rusty on last week. Um, started as a DV drag as love and now he owns you know one of the larger uh, subwoofer companies out there yep. yeah mm-hmm. so, so um, another thing just this guy's this might make you all happy or well I'm not uh, happy but just in general so so here lately so my wife was diagnosed with leukemia back in 2020s a lot of you guys probably already know that and uh, and that was right whenever COVID started. And, and she's doing great now. She had a bone marrow transplant, uh, be two years this Friday sh- that she's had her transplant and been eff- essentially cured. But, um, anyway, so, uh, whenever that happened, like I'm one of those guys that I gotta be busy and, and I wasn't, you know, that, that was a pretty good mental strain on me. So that being said, whenever I, whenever that happened and then COVID hit right after that, like literally the following week, they started shutting down hospitals and, so oh, I couldn't even go see her. My kids couldn't go see her. And she was literally stuck in the hospital for six months and we couldn't see her. We could see her on FaceTime and things like that. But yeah. anyway, so I had to find a way. I couldn't just sit around and do nothing. Like, so I started working on cars again on my spare time. And what that's evolved to in, in two years is I'm buying another house or a different house, moving to it. I'm going to build a 2000 square foot shop and I've started doing full-on car interiors and full-on full-on systems back, but but wow. custom stuff, not right, not right, like right. not like you know. It's, if someone comes to me and wants a deck and four, I just it's not worth my time. <laughs> I know that sounds terrible, but it's not. <laughs> no, worth my time. it's <laughs> true. And and effectively, that was my therapy. You know, some people go to the doctor, yeah. and that's fine, whatever. Some people, you know, take to drinking, that's probably not fine. But <laughs> I, I took I took to keeping myself busy in the garage and uh, and. And quite honestly, that that kept me sane. And so yeah. I looked at that and I'm like, you know what? This is something I could do in my in my retirement at some point. So I'm gonna go ahead and prepare for that. And I mean, I went out to Master Tech Expo um, with, uh, with Brian Schmidt and the, the crew from uh, Mobile Dynamic or Mobile Solutions, putting that on out in Arizona in March. Um, learned a lot. Uh, so, anyways, long story short, I'm getting back into it. <laughs> so, <laughs> And, uh, and I, you know, I'm targeting old cars, you know, I want guys with old cars that, yep. and, and quite s- honestly, that have money to throw at it. Cause I don't want to dicker around and be like, Oh, well, how about this? And how, no, just give me a, give me a budget please. And I'll just stay within it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no, uh, I get people asking me to build them systems. Like, oh yeah. You're a D. Oh yeah. Can you build, mm-hmm. you know what? You won't like my price. I started $3,500 <laughs> and that's for a plain nice. box sealed box. 
That's how much I don't want to do a simple box. Yeah, that's, same, that's exactly same. the same here. It's like uh, I'm finishing up a 70 El Camino right now that the guy's like, hey, you know, just don't go over $5,000. And, uh, and you know, whenever I'm working on it on nights and weekends, you know, it's it takes longer, obviously. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's one of those things where I'm finding that I'm way better than I thought I was. You know what I mean? Like, oh. I know that, I don't, that sounds weird, but, like, I always questioned if I could do that kind of custom work. I mean, I knew I could make them loud. I knew I could do that, but it's like, can I make them look good? You know, and can I, you know, right. that, that, and, and they are and sound good, you know? And so uh, I, I would encourage you to uh, either reach out to Bobby Gately or kind of follow some of his stuff. He does. Um, if you look over like the last like 10 years, uh, Gately's just evolved into another level of install. He, very, you can go to his shop, and he will do a deck and two for you, but you aren't going to like the price. Right, but, exactly. You know. He makes it worth his time. Yes. And, and it's like a doctor's time. Yep. And, and, and really, when you take a vehicle to Bobby, you don't tell him what you want in general. Yeah. You, you say, give him the dollar amount. I can't right. go over this. Exactly. And here's, here's high level what I'd like. Exactly. And, and, and then artistic freedom after that. Yep, and that's 100% how Bobby's shop is. And you look at some of his stuff, and he's done a great job. Um, well, you know, eventually you'll all see some pictures from me out there. I oh, just haven't done awesome. it yet, quite, quite honestly, yeah. because I'm afraid what may happen when I start putting pictures out there. I don't, I don't have the time to do it, and I don't want right. to tell people no and stuff like that. Well, so, and then you got your bowling. So, yeah, and then I bowl. I bowl yeah. a lot. Bowl <laughs> lot. There's never a dull moment over here. I'm always doing yeah. something. Yep. So, so what you were talking about referring to, we call that on this show. A lot of people we call that base head therapy. Is yep. yeah. you know, mm -hmm. hey, I can do this and escape everything. I'm not. Hey, look you right here. See, I want this. This is the patriarch right here. This hey. is Bob Riley. This is my father. Hey there. So he's art, the right? I used to compete with. Yeah, he's 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 art. Oh, he's, he's art. Arthur Robert. Yes. So grandpa. Art sound art. chamber. He's oh, okay. Art, he's arts art uh, uh, first son. Okay. So, He's like 112 years old or something. That's it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so he's he's the art in art sound chamber, right? That's what, that's the name you guys used to go by. Art art sound chamber. Yep. Art yep, Art right. Riley was my grandfather. He's Arthur Robert Riley or Arthur oh. Robert Riley. My grandpa was Arthur Russell Riley. My brother's hmm. Arthur Robert Riley Jr. I'm Alan Russell Riley. The whole ARR thing. So. <laughs> No, nope. I'm hey, the best in the history. I'm, but you're I'm, the best. I'm, I'm the main one. <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't see your name on any political flyers in the background. No, that's, that's right, you didn't. <laughs> but we did see it on your brothers. Yep. All right, yep. guys, uh, we're running up on the hour real quick. Uh, Jeffrey, you want to hit him? I didn't even prep him for the question, so you want to hit him with it? No. Okay. Uh, hey, Alan. So this is a question we asked all of our guests. Is basically we, we want to know. Uh, your definition of a base head? Uh, my definition of a base head would be from back whenever I was, again, young and wanted a car, wanted a loud stereo. So a base head to me is has nothing to do with competition at all. It has to do with, right? I right. wanted, I was a base head, and I wanted, I wanted to be coming down the road, and I wanted someone to go, what the hell's that? and turn <laughs> and then see my 1981 Lincoln town car that is French vanilla in color with a sorority sticker on the back. Cause my stepmom <laughs> wouldn't let me take it off. Come by with a pair of 18s, just absolutely murdering the trunk. <laughs> and that's, I mean, that, uh, so in my mind, a base head is someone who, who wants that and, and wants to, wants to pollute with with noise and i wanted i wanted to pollute yeah. i wanted i wanted noise pollution i mean i was that guy i was i was the one that all the all the adults hated around me now i was respectful i never did it in residential areas you know i was because also we sold it right and that was another thing i wanted to be loud yeah. So people, yeah you know but at the end of the day i i wanted it for me i was selfish you know i mean i, I loved i loved whenever whenever it whenever it hit that certain note that all box, you know, all boxes have a, a tuning frequency yep. and then that transfers into whatever the vehicle likes the best. And whatever that note was, whenever it happened to hit and it was like, Oh, there it was, you know, that's, that's the definition of a base head for me. There you go. Yeah. I, noise uh, pollution advocate. Yeah, I was, I was. And I had, a couple, noise I had a couple, I never had a speeding ticket, 
but I had, <laughs> plenty, I had I had plenty of no noise pollution tickets. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So I had a. That's when you know. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. when you know. Well, um, you're a base head. I yep. had a 77 Trans Am with two 12s and two 15s in it. And my father-in-law used to always say, tell my wife about seven to eight minutes before I showed up to the house, he's almost here. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's what I used to love. Yeah. You know? Well, I had I, my parents gave me that '81 Lincoln Lincoln Town Car, and it was just one that they had, and it was it was it had to have been 125 foot long. I don't know. It weighed <laughs> about 8,000 pounds, I think. It was ridiculous, mm -hmm. and and I was like, well, you know what? This is going to be a party car, and so I. <laughs> put a big old system and by the way that system sold a bunch of equipment too so oh, I mean, yeah it was, yeah it, it was it was twofold can, can you imagine of being being able to compete nowadays with where you can run two or even four twenty thousand watt amps on a single sub it's I mean, nuts it's like it's like whenever you, you go how loud you could have gotten with what you had it, it's 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 sorry i was waiting my parents were leaving it's and not I, I'm going the other way, right? So like I think the twenty thousand watt thing is is cool, but it's like so I've been I've been installing a lot of like the the DD six and a halfs, the mm -hmm. the little little nineteen oh sixes and or eighteen oh six whatever they are. Anyways, mm -hmm. I cannot get over like I just I just can't get over how much how much good quality bass and how yeah. loud they get. Like and I six I and a half. Pair, yeah, out of six and a half. So I put a pair of those in a behind the seat of a 59 apache and oh, yeah. just That's literally nice a, a set of yeah it's, it's, a, it's an old batinaed one it's it's he's got a bag so it drops on the ground but and i built it i built a set of kick panels with uh with six and a halfs and, and tweeters in it rockford's yeah. ran it off of a rockford thousand uh, x5 on those little the little bitty ones mm -hmm. and that system absolutely hammers yeah. now granted a lot of it has to do with the with the cabin but it sounds good it jams and those six and a halfs absolutely get with it yeah. You can't put it behind the seat because there's a gas tank in the way. Well, it's Apache. actually on top of the gas tank. Oh, <laughs> oh is it? And 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 it's with the bench seat, I actually cut out springs so that I could make the subs protrude into it and not get damaged. Oh. There you go. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, just, anyways, yep. for you young kids, they used to put gas tanks inside the vehicles. <laughs> yeah, which was always good because every once in a while you just get that whiff of gas and you wonder if it's leaking <laughs> or if it's not. <laughs> And then let's hey let's put some high high voltage electrical equipment right next to it. <laughs> that right next hey, to it. Hey, you know, and they and they were using you know generators back then too, so it wasn't like they were fused very well. Oh and no! The more you spin it, the, the more power. The, the fuse that was the gauge of the cable that you. That's used. right. <laughs> <laughs> I think a gauge uh, has about 120 amps worth of fuse in it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, anyway, uh, so how could people follow, see you, see what you're doing, that kind of stuff? Uh, eventually, I'm going to get something out there. Right now, I, I'm, I'm, most people know me from bowling, honestly. Yep. I mean, that's where you and I kind of hooked up to again afterwards. And, mm -hmm. and uh, so most people now know me from bowling, and they'll see me post stuff about bowling tournaments we're running and such. Eventually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this side business thing with the – like make a make a go of it, you know what I mean. I won't be able to quit city or anything like that right away. But um, and at that point, I'll, I'll I'll get a website out there. I'll get my social media sites out there and whatnot. But um, quite honestly, I'm just scared uh, <laughs> as much as that. I'm like like literally. I, I, it's the whole "be careful what you wish for" thing, you know. Right. And uh, I'm not scared of success. I'm just scared of what may happen, and then I may have to make a, a significant decision. And I don't know that I'm ready for that yet. So. Yeah. Josh Blanchard, by the way. Uh... Uh, started laughing and I told him you were at a no tap tournament even though you may have been running it <laughs> he found it amusing that you were partaking in a no tap tournament well you know I, I I suck at bowling anymore so I have to I have to take the hits where I can right hey, that's not uh, so for you guys that are watching this that don't know uh, Chris, he bowls with the guy Chris Barnes he's a professional Hall of Fame bowler one of the top guys to ever even play the sport but he bowls with them, and Barnes keeps telling everybody on his podcast how Allen's always a sucky bowler until he bowls him, and then he shoots like a 240 <laughs> average against him every single time. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I, I, I tell him that uh, I'm his kryptonite. I said, uh, and I'm friends with Tom Hess. I'm friends with a, a lot of, like, I don't get starstruck by bowlers or anything. Oh, I, yeah. I really, like, where you're, I don't, I'm not a fanboy, like, literally, of anybody. Right. If Sam Usual walked in, I probably would crap my pants a little bit. 
because he's dead for one, but like if it was when he was alive, like he was the man. Like I, I would but outside of that, I'm not really, you know, I don't get starstruck by anybody. So I just like hanging out with all these guys and and uh, so I'm friends with Tom Hess, and he's he he won the uh, senior masters last year and won the uh, hey, senior uh, player of the year. Yeah, he's player of the year too. So player of the year. Really cool. And and so I was joking with Tom. I'm like, I'm like, hey, we've got something in common. I mean, <laughs> we're the Kryptonite brothers to Barnes. Because <laughs> <laughs> Barnes has finished second. Barnes to him can't twice. beat you. He can't beat me. <laughs> He can whoop the shit out of everybody else, but he can't whoop us apparently. But then, <laughs> then, then Barnes will come in, and whenever he's one of those guys, he doesn't oh, yeah. get he doesn't get angry. I mean, like you see him kind of get frustrated and stuff as he bowls. Whenever he, whenever he like really when he ripped his shirt open, yeah. But whenever, whenever he, or whenever he kicks, you know, kicks a chair and breaks his toe, you know, that kind of thing. But uh, it's one of those things that whenever he gets to where he's like mentally zoned in, mm-hmm. he's he he's tough to beat, man. I oh mean, yeah. Yeah, he's a beast. There's a reason he's one of the top bowlers of all time, right? 100%. People always give him shit about not winning on TV all the time, but it's like you realize he had to make it there all those times, right? <laughs> yep. So do you know uh, Kevin Williams? Yeah, yeah, I okay. know Kevin. So Kevin's actually going to fly out here in August and come and attend a DB drag event. And oh, okay, cool. You're gonna have, is he going to be doing a show? No, he's just uh, he's just flying out to meet with friends in Sacramento, and he's gonna come to one of our DB drag events, and uh, oh, that's cool. so he can kind of see. Um, we're we're gonna kind of work together on trying to create uh, some music for DB drag. So cool. you know, because uh, obviously he's a artistic guy. You know, he's got his own. Uh, he just released a what like two new songs or three new songs recently. And yeah. Yeah, so, I like some of his stuff, you know. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've actually listened to it. It's, it's. Um, he's starting to get into singing more. So, but yep. I, the the rap stuff I listen to, I haven't listened to the singing stuff much. But yeah, he yep. he bowls our tournaments down here a lot yep. whenever we run them. Uh, I say a lot. I mean, he's been down here and bowled our tournaments. Mm-hmm. And um, so but, yeah, yeah, that's that's cool. I, I like mean, to see crossover like that. Yeah. So I mean, that's once again, you know, I'm so I'm going to introduce him to the the basshead side of stuff and um, talking to him. He's never, I mean, he's heard loud cars, he's seen them and this and that. And I tried to explain to him, uh, we got demo cars here in California <laughs> that are like some of the loudest in the world. Ridiculous. Like I've yes. seen videos and that, that, that shit never happened back when like you may, you had Tommy McKinney's truck. Yes. That was it. Yeah. And it's I got, truck. I got piles of people like that. Right. Yes, I got now, four now or five people like, like that. Crap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and Tommy did an awesome job and he pioneered he a, a, a section of the car audio community. That's I, I really enjoy myself. Yeah. So. Y'all need to get him on here. I'd like to see him. I'll, on there. I'll have to message him and see if uh, he'll want to come on. So he, he would be he'd be a good one. I mean, he's got so much interesting information and great time yeah, he could tell you about he could tell you about our nights in kansas and lawrence kansas <laughs> uh-huh. Just ask him. well he probably he's a he's a rockford guy too right he yeah, a yeah. Rockford guy. yeah yeah take us all out after we we go eat nice dinners we go eat you know yeah and we'd end up at some gentleman's club half the time <laughs> you know, whatever and oh you guys started the trend <laughs> yeah, yeah Jeff, jeffrey's a fan of them gentlemen club yeah i think uh, we couple of companies did that for us back in the day and uh... that, was, that was the thing to do back in the day man yeah. and that, that started way back in the 90s too i don't think it was us i think it was before us and, but yeah <laughs> no good times all right yeah, jeff jeffrey what do you got going on son uh this saturday um actually tomorrow i'm gonna make uh this road trip down to california uh we're gonna do an event in san Bernardino. That's uh, SoCal. It's probably about uh, 60 miles east of LA, just to let you guys know where it is. Um, uh, it's going to be a, a triple point event uh, brought to you by Gorilla Hertz, as well as Greg Marmalejo. Um, we got it upgraded to a triple um, team space for bass. That's uh, yes, Moses Martinez, mm-hmm. uh, as well as um, Team Subsonic Pressure, Roberto Pedrosa down there, uh, putting in on the uh, three X holder, multi, and yeah, champion. and world champion as well, yep. and uh, Team Six One Nine, all putting in their money uh, to to you know help put on this three X event going on in uh, SoCal this Saturday. Cool, and then afterwards you'll be back in Texas. 
So yes, the following the weekend way, I'll be I'm back in Jeffrey, Texas. I'm going to try to get down there for one of y'all shows. <laughs> hey, so you I'm know gonna, we're we're expecting I'm you gonna, every I'm show. Gonna bring, I'm going to bring one of these cars if it's at Apache or whatever, and I'm just yeah. going to bring it down. Just I have no idea what it's going to do, but I'll bring it down and we'll we'll you know we'll put it on the mic. How's that? Yeah, there let's do. You, you know those Texas guys really know how to party too, so I'm pretty they sure do. you're going to be uh, welcomed <laughs> with open arms. <laughs> they do. They yep. do. And well, I'm, I'm literally, if everybody knew, I'm I'm literally. 15 minutes from Jeffrey. Over yeah. There. Yeah. I'm like, I'm in Highland It's a Village. tough drive. <laughs> really it actually is. It's like, I, I keep meaning to go there, but then I've got these cars I'm doing. I'm like, I can't, I can't in good conscience take a day and go do that whenever, you know? Right. So. Right. Right. And for me, so I'm going to take this weekend off. My wife or my wife is hosting my daughter's bridal shower. So we'll be oh, in cool. uh, Dallas in October. So it is, the week after world finals so i'm gonna go vegas for a bowling tournament or no so world finals then vegas for a bowling tournament then the week after that i'll be in dallas for my daughter's wedding um she wants to go bowling for just like a party thing she hates bowling but she wants me to go bowling when we're out there so we're gonna do a little bowling in dallas somewhere um and i know a guy yeah, you know a guy. Oh, there <laughs> I you know go. Many. <laughs> so, so I'll be there. Um, but as far as uh, I got going on, so this weekend I got to have off to do stuff with my daughter. Uh, she lives in Wichita, Kansas. So I hmm. like to drive out there and uh, make fun of their bowlers. Um, <laughs> yeah, because they're ter- they're terrible. They're horrible. They're really awful. No, no, no. Awful so, so which which Wichita State is the top. Uh, place in the world to go to uh, bowling college. Yep. So. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah that, one one so. of the guys we, uh, we the guy we back out on tour, uh, AJ Chapman. Chapman. He's, yep. From there, you know, and Packy he's, he's, and freaking Lavoie and, and oh, yeah. dudes. Mitch Hupe. Yes. Unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, my wife's texting me. Um, I actually have to be at the bowling alley here in twenty minutes. Uh-huh. Um. So, uh, with that being said. Hey guys, great show tonight. I really appreciate you. I hope you guys had a good time too. Alan. Appreciate the talk, guys. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Alan's always it good. Uh, you guys will see <laughs> Alan, Jeffrey, and myself at World Finals uh, or at your local show. So come on out and do it. Um, once again, uh, we'll be back again next week at 5.30 p.m. Back at our regular time on Monday night because it's not a holiday next Monday night. Mm-hmm. So we'll be back again next week. Uh, 5.30 p.m. California time, the only time that really does matter. Uh, you know, you guys in the Midwest oh, don't matter to me nothing. Come on. <laughs> we got two Texans on, on the show. Hey, hey, full disclosure, I did the math wrong, and I was ready at 3.30, so I'm just <laughs> <laughs> He went the wrong way. Like, the other up. way. <laughs> That's why I sent you the Facebook invite, because it tells you the time. It, it was, Yeah. All right, guys. I'm old. <laughs> All right, guys. You guys have a pleasant day. Uh, people be back. Uh, come to the shows. By the way, our last show in Fresno, we had 20 unique entries, or we had 44 entries, 20 unique competitors. So awesome. Good job, guys. With the That was my second largest show in uh, this year. So mm-hmm. as far as unique competitors. So that was awesome. Uh, appreciate you guys out in Fresno. Let's uh, keep that up. And um, 16th will be in Sacramento. The 23rd will be a 3X in Reno. And then uh, August, the first Friday of August, we'll be back in Fresno again. So uh, you guys have any questions? Uh, Right down below myself, right below Jeffrey there, we got a spot to put sponsors. If anybody wants to sponsor the show, Jeffrey or I can send them the paperwork to give uh, pricing and whatnot. Other than that, oh, huge shout out. Thank you, Woody. Uh, Woody McDonald uh, sent us a tip last week, so yeah, thank, thank you, you, Woody. We appreciate it. We'll use, we'll put that to use. Um, <laughs> but anyway, my wife is continuing to text me, so I guess <laughs> I, I guess I got to go. You anyway, you go. guys, uh, yeah, see you boys. and we'll see you guys right. next week on this week in Car Audio. We are out.